Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. Welcome back to the Expert Ownership Podcast. This is David. Jason is actually out of town with his amazing daughter. She's playing volleyball. And I said, Jason, listen, I've got a podcast that I want to talk about because it's important that we can build a company that lasts. How do you build a business that lasts? Or even how do you do work and you make sure that that work lasts? Because we're not just simply working for money. We're working for God's glory. At Expert Ownership, we're talking to kingdom entrepreneurs, kingdom business owners, kingdom leaders, kingdom workers that want to truly see God's glory advanced in the earth. That's our desire, and we know that's your desire as well. And so that's the context of what I want to talk about today is how do we build a business that lasts? How do we make sure our work lasts? Now, for many people, you guys are with Jason and I in the Bible reading schedule through our app, the Benham Brothers app. It's on the App Store. And we've got thousands of people across the country and even some people in other parts of the world that are on the Bible reading schedule with us that we've been doing since we were 12 years old. And so we were like, okay, you know, we're going to take this paper, uh, get through the Bible in a year study that Jason and I have always had since the age of 12. Uh, Our dad gave it to us and we digitized it, put it on our app. And then we also do Bible studies on our app as well. And so in that Bible reading plan, we are in 1 Corinthians, and the Apostle Paul is addressing the Corinthian church. And I spoke about this uh, two podcasts ago where we were talking about what it, what Paul was speaking to the church was, look, th- there are the difference between a, a carnal per- or a, a, a pagan, and we have pagans that have just the natural mind, right? The natural person. But then we also have uh, spiritual people, which is the Greek for that. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. But the Greek for that is pneumaticos, which is the spirit of God. And we have spiritual people that can actually discern things and apply it to every area of life spiritually because you have the mind of Christ. But then you also have fleshly people. That's the sarcocos folks. Those are fleshly people that uh, know God, but you're not thinking uh, according to God's word, and you're not filled with God's spirit. And so therefore, in the marketplace, I'm speaking to workplace folks, we would not be working or building a business or things that would actually last. So Paul, then he speaks in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and he says something very interesting that I caught, and I was like, okay, that's it. I know exactly what I want to do on this podcast. In verse 10, of 1 Corinthians 3, the Apostle Paul says, according to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building on it. Let each one take care then how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, 
he will receive a, re- a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Now, what are we talking about there? Now, we're talking the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is speaking to the church. He's speaking to Christians. And what are you doing with the skill sets, the talents, and the abilities that God has given to you? Are you using them for yourself, or are you are you using them for God's glory? So we're going to talk today about the difference between gold, silver, and precious metals, and wood, hay, and straw. And I was just taking my daughter to the airport. I was giving her, it's funny, I was giving her this message like, dad's always preaching at me. I was like, no, honey, this is gold straight out of scripture. But God blesses each one of us with talents and abilities. Your talent is not my talent. My talent's not his talent. His talent's not her talent. We don't have to compare any of that. That's what God gives us. And I give an example of LeBron James. Like he was born and he had the code God wrote into him, six foot, 10, 260 pounds. Now he's taken that gift and he's worked really hard. My youngest boy thinks he's the goat. I don't think he's the goat. Michael Jordan's the goat. But anyway, aside from that, he's worked really hard. So he's added skills to his already existing talent. The question is, is what he or any other person that has incredible talent and abilities that then goes out and works hard to develop that into a skill, are you using it for God's glory or for your own glory? Now, if you're using it for God's glory, according to Scripture here, it says you are building with gold, silver, and precious metal. But if you don't use it for God's glory, then you're simply building with wood, hay, and straw. And then the scripture here says that when the day of judgment comes, when fire comes, in other words, when it's all said and done and the Lord returns to judge the earth and then he burns up everything that is not of God, is what you built going to last? Now, we're not talking about salvation here. He said, look, you're, you're, we're talking to believers But what are believers actually doing with their lives? So I was speaking to my daughter, and I said, now, God gave you talents and abilities. You you have the ability. You're very creative. You can sing. uh, You love to do hair and makeup and design and all these things. Now, what are you going to do with that to bring people into the presence of Christ? Now, it doesn't mean you have to, quote, make it a full-time vocational ministry. You can actually make it a business and develop skills that bring value to people And they actually pay you in exchange for that value. But then, what are you doing with that? Not only what are you doing with that profit, but what are you doing with that service that you're providing them? Are you speaking life like young girls and you're helping them feel valuable? Do you know that they feel, um, they probably don't feel like that quite often and you can actually step in and, and give them little snippets of Psalm 139 about how God makes his creations wonderful and marvelous and You can really breathe life into them and talk to them about destiny and purpose and identity while you're doing their makeup or while you're getting their hair done for a wedding. She does that kind of stuff, which is really cool. Or while you're designing um, dresses or other things like this. So uh, for, for our businesses, for those of you that are actually, you own the business or maybe you're just simply working in a business, both are great. What is it that God has given you and how are you developing your skills and how are you then taking not only your your talents and the skills that you've developed, but also your personality and everything that God has given you and 
using business or using your work and the service that you do to give people a transaction between them and God. Now, I'm not talking about just putting a, a, a cross on your website or a fish on your business card. It's more than that. How, how do we then translate? How do we take this scripture in 1 Corinthians 3 in the workplace and build something that lasts? Because we know it all gets burned up in the end. And are we building gold, silver, and precious metal or wood, hay, and straw? What happens to wood, hay, and straw when fire comes? It's gone. That's the person that has talents and abilities that also develops skills and just builds a business, spends the money, lives lavishly or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with spending money and there's nothing wrong with luxury, but then just does it for themselves and it's just one more dollar. It's just more money. It's, it's more fame. It's whatever. That's wood, hay, and straw. But those that have the exact same talent and abilities that God has given them, but then they use and they turn it into a skill and they use it to serve people. And then you attach the kingdom to it. Like, how do you bring people into the kingdom? So let me make this very simple. And we've done podcasts on this before, but it's the core four. It's your mission, your vision, your values, and your principles. What is your mission? What is your vision? What are your values and what are your principles? Now, I've already done podcasts on this before, but let me give you a very quick summary. Your mission is what you are doing. Your vision is why you are doing it. Your values are one word value. Simple word, transparency, integrity, excellence, diligence, whatever. Your principles or your guiding principles are those words put into a sticky sentence that your people can remember. So for us, Generosity was one of our values. We always give more. The principle was we always give more in value than we take in pay. Boom. That was easy. Every time we'd have an employee and we're doing, you know, we're, we're either doing uh, reviews or we're hiring people or we're looking at, um, you know, some of our KPIs, key performance indicators. And we're, we're saying, Hey, how are we giving more in value than we take in pay? So we're, that's just the simple principle embodying the value of generosity which ties into both our mission and vision. Let me give you an example very quickly on mission and vision. Mission is what, vision is why. Now, a lot of different organizations, and you'll see all kinds of different things, vision and mission can be intertwined. It's almost like soul and spirit, right? Sometimes they're used in one context, sometimes in another. But for Jason and me, we keep it very simple. Mission is what you're doing. Vision is why you're doing it. Let me give you an example. You walk up to a job site and three men are mixing concrete the old school way, the way Jason and I used to have to do it in Dallas, Texas, with a wheelbarrow, a broken bag, a quick crete, and a water hose. And they take a shovel, and you just start mixing that concrete in the wheelbarrow. Well, imagine you go up to a job site. Three men are mixing in three different wheelbarrows. And you go up to the first guy, and you say, what are you doing? And he says, I'm mixing concrete. Okay. He knows what he's doing. That's cool. Second guy, you go up to him and say, what are you doing? He says, I'm building a building. Oh, okay, that's cool. He knows a little bit more in detail of what he is specifically doing. And the third guy, you go up to him and say, hey, man, what are you doing? And he stops, puts the shovel down, and he points to a building behind him, and he says, I'm building a building. It's going to be an orphanage for 500 children, and we're going to put destiny into their hearts and unite them back into a home. Now, which guy actually has vision? Now, we know the mission is to mix concrete, to build a building at a certain amount of time, right? To get this done. That's your mission. That's what you're doing. But why you're doing it. The third guy knows why he's got vision. 
So what you want to do is you in your business, you want to have both a mission and a vision. And then those the mission and the vision, how do you accomplish it? How do you translate it into your people? Well, you got to have values and principles that you operate by. That's your that's your guiding principles, your your core values. You have to do that so that you can accomplish the mission and vision. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you. Well, now when you do that and you do it for God's glory, so your mission is I'm going to mix concrete and I'm going to do it, you know, we're going to mix a thousand bags of concrete to build a building that's going to be done by 2020, you know, September of 2023, whatever, you know, you can, you, you get very specific, very clear on your mission, but then your vision is we are going to build an orphanage that's going to house uh, 500 orphans and we're going to put destiny, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring um, the, the gospel to them. You know, you can, and I'm literally doing this off the cuff. That's why I'm, I'm stuttering through it. I don't have it very crisp and clean for you, but you get the general idea of this is what you want. And so when you put the core four in place, the mission, vision, values, and principles, make sure as a as an expert owner, as a kingdom business owner, you're attaching, whether it's scripture or it's you want to attach it to God's glory. You want to give God-honoring customer service. You want to expand God's kingdom. How do you impart God's ways? Well, with what I just got done working through one company, and I'm not going to give you the company name, but I threw out some, some core values, transparency, integrity, excellence, and generosity. And in those core values, we built out some principles. Now, these aren't completely done yet, but this is a, a nice brainstorm. But with those core principles, we attached a scripture. And each of those scriptures that are attached to those principles that embody that value, see how that works? A scripture is attached to the principle. It's the guiding light for the principle that embodies the values. And at the at their meetings, they will be training their people. And you, you're talking lots and lots of employees, lots and of different uh, contractors that are working directly for them full time. You have a chance to really touch the heart of these people and advance God's kingdom now without preaching at them. So for instance, if you just do integrity, let's just do this, integrity. We do the right thing even when the right thing is hard to do. The slogan, do right. The verse, Luke 16, 10, one who is faithful in little is also faithful in much. We do the right thing. Even when it's hard, even when the right thing's hard to do. Because the scriptures, Luke 16, 10. Now you don't always have to say, like on our business cards, Luke 16, 10, one who's faithful in little is also faithful in much. No. The slogan is do right. All of it, hey. The principle in our business means, guys, listen, we know this is a difficult situation with this customer. You know, they they, they didn't do this. They didn't, uh, you know, upload the documents into the system correctly. But, you know, we're going to do the right thing, even when the right thing's hard to do. Boom. Now you are literally actively making this theology of Luke 16.10 into biography in your business. And now you're advancing the kingdom. And do you know what that is? That's gold, silver, and precious metal. Your interaction with your employees at that level and then what the customer receives as a result of that value being embodied into that principle, which is truly a reflection of that scripture, that is gold, 
silver, and precious metal. That will not be burned up. As a matter of fact, when heat comes to gold, silver, and precious metal, what happens? It doesn't not just get burnt up. That's kind of a double negative. But it actually purifies. It actually gets even better. It's worth even more when the heat rises. So in the end, living out this in your business or even if you just have your core set of principles, if you're working for someone else and you're a workplace um, believer, you can embody these in your own life. You can even do this with your family. Mission, vision, values, principles, these are guiding lights for your family. And it's actually as I'm speaking this, listen, I've been married 25 years in September and, and um, you know, my, I've got five kids, three are already out of the house. I got one more about to leave. So I've only, I'll only have one kid left in the house. And I'm sitting here as I'm doing this podcast, getting convicted. Dang, I wish I would have been a little more clear with some of these things, maybe like three values for my family with principles and a scripture attached. That way my kids will always have that. It's, it's in their rhythm. So it's never too late to start. I can get it on our group chat and I'm probably going to start doing that. But anyway, I love just sitting here thinking this through. It's like, guys, how do we do what Paul said and build? We're already building on a firm foundation. That is Jesus Christ. That's what we're building on. We are believers. What we do, whether I'm an architect or an engineer, whether I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a teacher or a coach, whatever I'm doing, I'm building on the foundation of Jesus Christ, but what am I building with? Am I just building, and yeah, I'm a coach, but I'm not really impacting my players. I don't really have clear values or principles for my players. And even if I do, yeah, I've got a few, but you know what? It's a slogan, but I don't attach it to Scripture. It's like, no, 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 attach it to Scripture. Let them see where it really comes from. This is where you know, uh, Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and even the Oprah Winfrey's of the world. While I love a lot of their stuff, they're so smart. Uh, these, the, the stuff that they give that's really good ultimately is found in scripture. It ultimately comes from God. So what we want to do is we don't want to steal that kind of stuff. We want to give God glory. So we want to make sure that everything that we do is attached to the Lord. It's attached to giving him glory and to giving him honor so that when people interact with you, when your employees are interacting with your values, they see that they know, wow, Luke 16, 10, never even knew there was a 16 or a 10 in the book of Luke, but one who is faithful in little is also faithful in much, and that will begin to impact them. And then not only that, but then your customers, when you provide a God honoring experience for your customers, and you meet the need they're paying you for, it will open the door for you to meet the need they're not paying you for. Quite often a need they don't even know they have. This is the way that we can build with gold, silver, and precious metals. So let's not build with wood, hay, and stone. And st- Excuse me, not stone, but stubble. We don't want to do that. We want to build it God's way. So that is how you build a company that lasts, building a business that lasts, or working for work, or working for profit that truly lasts, is you want to do, and this is is a very simple way, what's your mission? What are you doing? What's your vision? Why are you doing it? What are just a few of your values, your guiding values? Two or three, two or three of those, which is a one word. And what are your guiding principles that embody those values? And then what is the scripture that undergirds it all? 
right? That's how, that's 1 Corinthians 3 in order, because remember, Christ is the foundation, so Scripture is our foundation. The principle is the embodiment of the value. The value supports the mission and the vision. You can do this personally, you can do this as a family, and you can do this as a company. That is how you build to last. All right, guys. Well, the next time I jump on, I'm going to be with Jason. You guys subscribe, rate, and review this. And by the way, one of the companies that Jason and I have seen that is lasting even through all the every bit of the nonsense happening with the healthcare issues in our country is Christian Healthcare Ministries. They have sponsored our podcast and our live stream. They are amazing. Expertownership.com slash CHM. They have helped us immeasurably. And to be to be honest, uh, they are the embodiment of this podcast because Jason and I have seen, we, we went out there and we spoke at their company and hundreds of employees are there. They are embodying these principles and these values. They're praying with their people. They have their newsletter that goes out. There's all these prayer requests and there's families that are really, not only they're getting their medical needs covered through all of the medical sharing, but they're also getting their community needs covered, their relational needs covered, and their prayer and spiritual needs covered, which is pretty awesome. So that is gold, silver, and precious metals. Expertownership.com slash C-H-M. Go visit those guys. God bless you. You can do it. The Lord Jesus is our King.